from the foothills of the Rocky Mountains, it's E-Town. Hi, I'm Helen Forster, and we're doing a special E-Town show this week, featuring musicians who've played both the E-Town stage and appeared at the White House. And right now, here's our host, Nick Forster, to tell you more about it. Thank you, Helen. Hi, everybody. Welcome to E-Town. Um, after the recent election, when all eyes and ears, really from around the world, uh, were focused on the White House, we thought we would present a different and less tense picture of that venerable building, the People's House, by sharing musical performances from some of our guests over the years who've also performed at the White House. And you know, political divisiveness, we've all had plenty of that. We can truly say that music brings us together. Universal language opens the heart. So we're going to hear stories about some of those White House shows, some comments about the actual White House gigs. I'm also going to visit with a journalist and author who helped to make a documentary about Jimmy Carter and how he changed the way the White House welcomed musicians and brought those live performances into the White House. That's all a little later on. But we have a lot of music to get to. Among all of our musical guests who've ever been on E-Town, I think it's close to a thousand musicians who've been on the show over the years. Lots of them have performed at the White House. So we had to pick and choose. And it makes perfect sense that we're going to start with Loretta Lynn. She's sung for every president from Richard Nixon to Barack Obama, who awarded her the Presidential Medal of Freedom. And not surprisingly, she often sang her song, Coal Miner's Daughter, as she did at E-Town back in 2009. Here it is. We were poor, but we had love. That's the one thing that daddy made sure of. He shoveled coal to make a poor man's daughter. My daddy worked all night in the Vandria coal mine. All day long in the field of hoeing corn. Mommy rocked the babies that night. By the coal oil line Everything would start all over Come break up the morning They loved and raised their kids On a miner's pay Mommy scrubbed our clothes On a washboard every day Why I've seen her fingers bleed To complain there was no need She'd smile at mommy's understanding Back home again 
That's Loretta Lynn, coal miner's daughter, live on E-Town along with her band. Rumor has it that during a dinner at the White House, after she took her shoes off, uh, Loretta gave the waiter some advice on how to make better biscuits, cakes, and pies by using some self-rising flour. I like that story, especially for obvious reasons, since I spent decades in a band named after a self-rising flour ingredient. You know, it's not just big stars or legends who play at the White House. Chris Stone Kingfish Ingram, he performed there when he was a teenager. He's an amazing singer, guitar player, and entertainer. He was still a teenager when he played here at E-Town Hall last year, and he just kind of blew everyone's minds. I caught up with him to talk about his experience at the White House. Now, you, you got to play there when you were really young, right? Were you like 15 years old? Right, yeah. Uh, yes, sir, 15. 15. 15. That's cool. And um, this was during Obama's presidency, right? Right. When we had played, um, he wasn't there. I think he had went to China at the time. But uh, I got a chance to meet the first lady, Michelle Obama, and it was very cool, man. She uh, she's a hugger, and uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's she's like really great people. For sure. Yeah, that's that's the vibe she gives off for sure. Uh, most definitely. And um, did the first lady or anybody else have any input on what songs you were gonna play? Oh, uh, not at all. However, uh, it's funny because no one has ever asked this, but this is how we chose the song that we was gonna do. We did "Sweet Home Chicago." And being that uh, First Lady Michelle and uh, and President Barack are both from Chicago, we we um, we did Sweet Home Chicago, and yeah, uh, that's what we did, yeah. <laughs> and it uh, turned out cool. And I think she, I think she liked it. <laughs> that's great. That's great. Good choice. Thank you. <laughs> Listen, I'm really happy to see you, and um, thanks for joining us. Thanks for doing this for us. Thank you, guys. May y'all be safe. so different it's like I don't fit in some kids like the greatest hits but I like guitar slim see your grandma sing it and she'd be talking to the Lord well I can still hear grandma saying child you been a year before I don't know where I came from or how I got this way a mama said the sky lit up with lightning on my birthday see here grandma saying and she'd be talking to the Lord
got done. No one really knows where I came from. See here, Grandma singing, and she'll be talking to the Lord. Saying, child, you've been here, here before. I couldn't steal your grandma saying, child, you've been here, here before. I couldn't steal your grandma saying, child, you've been here. I hear before That's Chris Stone Kingfish Ingram from his visit to E-Town. If you want to watch the performances we are bringing you, you can always see videos at our website, etown.org. So we're continuing now with a show devoted to our E-Town guests who've also played at the White House. Coming up a little later in the show, we're going to hear how Jimmy Carter brought music to a new level at the White House. And uh, this next artist was there when President Carter made a point of hosting an event to honor the greats of bluegrass music. Two titans of acoustic music, Doc Watson and Bill Monroe, played at the White House for President Carter. They are both gone now, but were huge influences for me. Doc was on E-Town a few times over the years. He was a great entertainer, an amazing guitar player and singer who covered lots of styles of music throughout his career. Here, Doc tells us about using the song he's about to play as a courting song when he was trying to win the heart of his future wife, Rosalie. And of course, it's easy to forget that he was a young, blind man trying to win her affection in rural North Carolina. Here's Doc on stage at E-Town. Thank you very much. Here's a little song that was Rosalie's and my Courtney song. She loved it, and I sure enjoyed playing it for her. But before the, Lord, the good Lord uh, let me steal her away from her parents, that have, uh, bless her little heart. <laughs> and I've been with her 59 years. Shady Grove. Cheeks as red as a blooming rose and eyes of the prettiest brown. She's the darling of my heart, sweetest little girl in town. I wish I had a glass of wine and bread and meat for two. I'd set it out on a golden plate and I'd give it all to you. Shady Grove, my little love, Shady Grove, I say. Shady Grove, my little love, I'm bound to go. She'll be my wife Shady Grove, my little love Shady Grove, I say Shady Grove, my little love I'm bound to go away Thank you, Jackson yeah. 
my shady grove She's standing in the door Her shoes and stockings in her hand And her little bare feet on the floor I wish I had me a big old horse And the grain to feed him on A little shady grove to be at the house And feed him when I'm gone Shady grove, my little love Shady grove, I say Shady grove, my little love I'm bound to go I'd sew my pretty girl to my side And down the road we'd go Shady Grove, my little love Shady Grove, I say Shady Grove, my little love I'm bound to go That's the late Doc Watson. Absolutely one of my heroes, a huge part of my early musical upbringing. So great to hear him play and sing Shady Grove. We're doing this special E-Town show this week to focus on music, something that has been a part of the White House for centuries. E-Town hasn't been around quite that long, but in 30 years, many of the artists who played here have also been invited to perform at the White House. So we're bringing you their songs this week. We've talked to some of the artists about what that gig was like, and as you'd expect, it can feel pretty momentous. I caught up with our friend Steve Berlin, sax and keyboard player for the incredible band Los Lobos. I asked him, what was that like playing at the White House? To this day, I would say it would, interviewers ask me, uh, what was the most memorable gig in Lobos history? And I would have to say that gig. It was, um, it would have been roughly nine months into Obama's first term, he would do uh, like a Latin heritage celebration. This was early enough in his tenure that um, they hadn't really realized, I don't think, how much of a threat he was under. So we kind of, I was struck by how open everything was. We walked in, there was a reception before the gig and we were in the White House, wandering around the White House, just my, myself and my wife, we were just like, you know, we were in the blue room and then we were in the red room and we're just like, we, you know, we didn't get in the oval, but it was just wide open. And it, it, that day they had just passed uh, Obamacare out of committee. Wow. So it was a huge wow. day. I mean, it was not just us being there, but it was like they were really, it was time for celebration. And, um, but that felt like it was really the people's house. That was just like. It really did. Yeah. I have a brief uh, president-related story. We, we, the first time we met Clinton was in Colorado. We played an uh, event for him in Pueblo. And this was early in his campaign. And um, we played every single thing we knew twice, waiting for him to show up. Finally, he shows up and they go, <laughs> all right, look, he's, he, he's tired, it's late. Um, he's gonna get up there, he's gonna speak, he's gonna come off the stage, he's gonna shake hands, then we're out of here. Like, okay, great, we're just happy to be there. So we do the whole thing, he plays, he speaks, it's great, you know, he's amazing. And he comes down the line, I have my, my horn on, like still, like we just come off stage. So he comes down the line, shakes hands, and he goes, hey, is that a silver? 
<laughs> I said, yeah. And, and I could just see, like, the Secret Service guys all around them go, like, oh, God, not again. And, like, they, they formed this <laughs> thing around us. And he and I just shot the proverbial for, like, half an hour about saxophone. <laughs> it was an amazing moment. I have a great picture on my wall of, like, like, him and me looking at my horn, like, two dudes. That's funny. It was pretty good. That's really funny. Anyway, Steve Berlin, so good to talk to you. So good to just catch up and hear those stories about your, your brushes with powerful politicians and playing at the White House. We've been very lucky. <laughs> yeah, well, you, it's well-deserved, of course. Thank you, my friend. Yeah. Always great to see you. Yeah, you too, and thanks for uh, sharing your stories. My pleasure, man. Thank you, Steve Berlin from Los Lobos. Here's that great band, Los Lobos, from their most recent appearance on E-Town, singing Gates of Gold. Thank you. Thank you so much. How y'all doing? Woo! It's good to be back here on, on E-Town. It's always a pleasure. This song is called Gates of Gold.
Thanks to Helen Nick. That's Los Lobos. Great friends of ours, great friends of E-Town's. They've been to E-Town a lot, starting back in 1992, our second season. In case you've just joined us, you're listening to E-Town. Your visit to E-Town is made possible in part by Silk, a pioneer of plant-based beverages that supports the environment as the charter sponsor of Change the Course, a program created by National Geographic to help conserve and restore fresh water to the planet. More about Silk's environmental commitments and plant-based nutrition at silk.com. And by our diverse family of NPR affiliates and community stations, plus college and commercial stations, as well as our international stations and podcast subscribers worldwide. Thank you all for your continued support. You're listening to E-Town. Welcome back to our White House special. I'm Nick Forster. You're listening to E-Town. Knowing that music is a really unifying thing, we're featuring musicians who performed at E-Town and featuring the ones who've also played at the White House. Since this is a time in our lives when lots of people around the world have had their eyes and ears focused on this particular building in our nation's capital, we thought we would share some positive, uplifting, beautiful music. But first, my next guest is Bill Flanagan. He's an author, journalist, and music business leader with a 40-year career at places like MTV, CMT, Viacom. Uh, he's also written for Rolling Stone, Village Voice, The New Yorker, and lots of other publications. He recently wrote the screenplay for a new documentary called Jimmy Carter, The Rock and Roll President. What did you realize that Jimmy Carter had done that was different from any preceding president in terms of music and the White House? Well, there were so many things. I mean, specifically... He honored folks like Charles Mingus. Yeah. You know, he brought people to the White House and, and put them, you know, in a position of being great American icons who had never been thought of in the White House before. You know, we're coming out of Johnson and Nixon and Ford. And although although Ford was relatively hip compared to Nixon, I mean, yeah. Ford would have Ford would have Peter Frampton to the White House and, and stuff <laughs> like that. But Jimmy Carter really understood music. I mean, it was it was profound. That was the thing that I kept being amazed by the further we went into this was it wasn't just that he had a good record collection. I mean, he could hear things, he could hear nuances in classical music, in jazz, in gospel music. That was very impressive. I mean, it's actually amazing that he doesn't play an instrument because one yeah. can't help thinking that if he had if he had taken up the uh, clarinet or something, he might have been one of the all-time greats. Right. This was somebody who really had lived inside the music and, you know, one thing we had to take out of the film reluctantly, because there just wasn't time, was a story from about Vladimir Horowitz playing at the White House. And in the middle of the day, Horowitz was doing a sound check, I guess, in the East Room. And Carter said, well, let me go, to, you know, I got 10 minutes, let me go down and listen. And he went in and he and Horowitz agreed that the sound in the room wasn't good. There was too much bounce off the surface. So he had rugs brought down from the family living quarters, big rugs, and Carter got down on all fours with Horowitz, and they started unrolling the rugs and putting them in different positions to see what made the best acoustic resonance. Wow. And uh, Rosalind Carter, Rosalind Carter joked that um, she couldn't imagine 
the president of the United States, any other president of the United States down on all fours rolling rugs around to try and get the best tone in the room. Yeah. And another story from Horowitz was that he was running through some incredibly complex piece. And when he finished, Carter said, you played a wrong note there in the, during that middle flourish. And Horowitz said, Mr. President, you and I are the only two people in the world who would catch that. Let's not worry about it. <laughs> what an ear. What an ear. Yeah. And um, in some ways, those concerts on the South Lawn where he could invite members of Congress and senators and to just participate in enjoying music, it just seems so quaint in today's political environment, right? Just the bipartisan nature of using art and music to connect to our universal commonality. And as he points out, music is that language that connects us, reminds us that we're all part of a global humanity. Yes, that's absolutely right. Carter's aides talked about that a lot, that when they would have these concerts on the White House lawn, whether it was country music or gospel music or jazz or whatever it was, Democrats and Republicans came, they brought their families, they brought their kids, and they said, you know, it's great. We'd say, do you want to have your picture taken with Willie Nelson? Do you want to have your, your wife and kids have a picture taken with the president? And hey, by the way, we've got this new bill coming up, and right. we could really use your help on it. Yeah. Um, obviously, you learned a lot about Jimmy Carter uh, uh, in the process, and the filmmakers were right when they said, boy, you'd be surprised how, how few people know the, the depths of his experience and understanding of music. Is there a broader lesson, do you think, that you hope people who see the film will take away? People who have seen the film have, keep saying to me is, it's amazing to think there was a man like that who became president of the United States. I think we've sort of swallowed the idea that to become president, you have to be completely a political animal. You have to have all the money guys behind you. That the power goes back and forth between the two parties, but nothing really changes. And to be reminded that a guy who was president, who is still with us, as, as we say this, was able to bring a totally different idea into the White House. You know, something that so many of his, the folks from his administration said to us was, the worst thing you could ever say to President Carter was, this will be good politically. If anything, that made him go in the opposite direction. Yeah. Well, congratulations again on, on your success in general, and in particular on helping to birth this documentary, the story of Jimmy Carter, the rock and roll president. And um, thank you for being a part of this week's E-Town show. Thanks for shedding some light on this great new film. Thanks for having me, Nick. It was a real pleasure. That's Bill Flanagan, the writer on the new documentary, Jimmy Carter, Rock and Roll President. This week on E-Town, after a very, very long and grueling election season, we're looking at how music brings us together as a nation. President Jimmy Carter said it's the language we all speak. Our next guest, the Blind Boys of Alabama, have played the White House for several presidents. Here's what longtime band member Ricky McKinney told me about the language they speak in their music. You know, I found out that no matter where we go or what's going on, that music makes the difference. But the main thing we realize is that people need people and working together does work. So that's what we do, no matter where we are, in what country, what city, what state. We just bring the music to them. We, but we realize that no matter what this situation may be, what's from the heart reaches the heart. And we try to sing from the heart. We sing to people to let them know that no matter what the situation may be, it's going to be all right. Yeah, thank you for that. What's from the heart reaches the heart. I'm going to remember that, Ricky. Thank you for that. So thank you for having me, and God bless America.
Thank you, Ricky. Here come the Blind Boys of Alabama with Run On For A Long Time. Well, stop great, don't let me tell you the news. My head got wet in the midnight dew. I've been down on my bending knee, talking to the man from Galilee. The voice I heard, it sounds so sweet. I thought I heard the shuffle of angels' feet. Then he placed one hand upon my head. Good God, the man, let me tell you what he said. Go tell that long time liar. Hey, go tell that midnight liar. Hey, tell the gambler, the rambler, the backbiter. Tell them, God, am I going to cut him down? Well, you're unknown. For a long time Run long for a long time You may run, run long for a long time Let me tell you got a body gonna cut you down You may throw your rock, hide your hand Work in the dark against your fellow man But just to show it's God made day and night What you do in the dark will be brought to the light You may run and hide, slip and slide Talk about the moon and your neighbor's eye But just to show it's God made rich and full You got to reap just what you sow You may run long for a long time, run long for a long time. You may run long for a long time. Let me tell you, got a body gonna cut you down. You may run long for a long time. Run long for a long time. You may run long for a long time. Let me tell you, got a body gonna cut you down. Some people go to church just to signify, trying to get a date with a neighbor's wife. But listen to me, brother, it shows you wrong. You better let that woman alone. Because one of these days you mark my word. You think that brother is going to work. You're going to come up and knock on the door. That's all, brother, you'll knock no more. You may run long for a long time. Run long for a long time. You may run, run long for a long time. Well, you may run long for a long time, yeah. Run long for a long time. You may run long. Tell you the news, my head got wet in the midnight dew. I've been down on my bending knees, talking to the man from Galilee. The Lord spoke and he sounded so sweet. I thought I heard the shuffle of angels' feet. Then he placed one hand upon my head. Good God Almighty, let me tell you what he said. Go tell that long tongue night. Hey, go tell that midnight night. Hey, tell the gambler, the gambler, the backbiter, tell them God. That's the Blind Boys of Alabama. I'm Nick Forster. You're listening to E-Town. Our next musical guest is Judy Collins, who sang Amazing Grace at President Clinton's inauguration and later sang at the White House. At E-Town, um, on this song, I Play the Banjo, along with the E-Tones and uh, Judy's music director and longtime accompanist, Russell Walden, here it is. 
It's a mighty hard road that my poor hands have hold. My poor feet have traveled a hot, dusty road. Out of your dust bowl and westward we rode, and your deserts were hot, and your mountains were That was Judy Collins singing Pastures of Plenty, especially relevant in this time of turmoil around immigration and migrant labor. We're going to be back with more music from Mavis Staples and more. You're listening to E-Town. This portion of E-Town is made possible by the Bohemian Foundation, building stronger communities through the Bohemian qualities of creativity and imagination. On the web at bohemianfoundation.org. By the way, if you tuned in late and you've missed some of this week's program, 
The E-Town Podcast will have this episode and others, along with content from past shows as well. It's available for free in Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, and other podcast directories. You're listening to E-Town. Nick Forster, I'd like to say hello to our listeners who are hearing E-Town on stations like WXRV, The River, in Haverhill in Boston, Massachusetts, on KNAU in Flagstaff, Arizona, and on WUGA in Athens, Georgia. Thanks for tuning in. As always, if you want more information about any of our guests or what's going on here at E-Town, lots of info can be found at etown.org. You can also download the E-Town uh, smartphone app to hear this and many other shows in their entirety. James Taylor has been a frequent visitor to E-Town. He was also probably the most frequent musical performer at the Obama White House. I think he played there a dozen times. And he told me he found it an honor to be part of the Obama family commitment to music and the arts. Yeah, I remember playing uh, for a state reception for the German Chancellor uh, Angela Merkel and uh, her husband, who's a, a head doctor, Professor Merkel. And... Uh, we played in the Rose Garden and we had a sound check there too. So we were around for hours from two in the afternoon until six o'clock in the evening when we performed. But it was one of those heat wave uh, summers in DC and the temperature was 104. Wow. It was really cooking. <laughs> but while we were doing our, uh, our sound check, uh, POTUS walked out onto the stage from behind us just to say hello and his shirt sleeves, man, that was... That was great. It just blew the band away. And me too. Well, well, we are hopeful that the import and the decorum and the joy of that building as the people's house is something that long continues into our future. Boy, I hope so too. James, thank you so much for sharing those stories and, and for um, contributing to this show. It's been great. Same back at you, Nick, and uh, love to Helen. And uh I'll see you soon. I hope talk to you sooner, probably. Okay, thanks, James. Okay, daddy-o. Bye-bye. James Taylor has another White House distinction. He also played in the fictional White House for President Bartlett from the famous West Wing show. The title of the episode was called A Change is Gonna Come, and it's named after the Sam Cooke song that is the one that he sang, actually, on that show, and people still comment online about how beautifully he performed it. So we're going to listen right now to James Taylor singing A Change Is Gonna Come. I was born by the river In a little tent Just like the river I've been running ever since It's been long Long time coming, but I know that change is gonna come. It's been too hard living, 
but I'm afraid to die. I don't know what's up there beyond the sky. It's been a long, long time coming, but I know that change is gonna come. You know I had a talk with my brother. I said, brother, could you help me, please? I thought I ought to talk to my own mother. I said, Mama, I'm down on my knees. There were times that I thought that I wouldn't last too long. Somehow I've been able just about carry on. It's been a long, long time coming, but I know that a change, a change is gonna come. Yes, our change is gone. Come. James Taylor singing, A Change is Gonna Come. We will hear from James Taylor again later in this special edition of E-Town, featuring artists who have both joined us on the E-Town stage and played at the White House. I'm Nick Forster. You're listening to E-Town. Of all of our guests, one of the most meaningful for me was the couple of times we got to feature the legendary pop staples, the patriarch and band leader for the Staples Singers, who were essentially the band that was the soundtrack for the civil rights era. Pops wrote songs, he toured with his kids, Cleotha, Purvis, and Mavis, who went on to become a legend in her own right, of course. It's been an honor to have shared a stage with Pop Staples and then to continue that connection over the years with his daughter Mavis who's been on E-Town many times, and played at the White House. Thank you! So, Mavis, so glad you're here. Oh, thank you. I'm, I'm happy to be here. We love you. I Everybody loves you. <laughs> I love you more. It just won't stop. You know, I just... I'm just so grateful. I'm just so blessed. And I got people like, you know, you my baby brother. We've been knowing each other a long time. Yeah. And I get to spend some time with your dad, Pops, too. Yes, Which was a beautiful thing for me. Yes, yes. I will just say that it's, again, a treat, a delight, an honor to be with you, Mavis. We're inspired by your singing and by your actions. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. Let's get back to music. Welcome back the one and only Mavis Staples. Thank you.
Mavis Staples. That was Mavis and her band performing Freedom Highway, a classic Staples singer's song. This week on E-Town, we've been connecting you to artists who've been on the show, who also represent what music means to this country by their performances at the White House. Coming up, we're going to hear from James Taylor and Keb Moe in a beautiful duet, but first we're going to hear a band that we brought to Boulder to perform for E-Town years ago. One of the videos we made from that show is the most popular that we've ever put out and with good reason. It's a great band combining two legendary performers who happen to be married to each other, Derek Trucks and Susan Tedeschi. Here's the Tedeschi Trucks band with their song, Shelter. They made their promises Then they walked 
us how to say And through it all you want us to That's the Tedeschi Trucks Band here on E-Town. Of course, they have also played at the White House. 
Thank you for being with us during this momentous time, not just at the White House, but in every home as we all continue to figure out life in a pandemic. That's what we've been doing at E-Town. This is our first show created in a time when we can't bring musicians and the audience together for live performances. But we can still do things you expect from E-Town, share great new music, conversation with artists, and we will continue to introduce you to the big ideas that help you make sense of the world, the environment, and our communities. Plus, we'll share stories of people who are taking on issues themselves, finding solutions, and making it work. We'll close this special celebration of music at the White House with an E-Town finale from a few years ago. Actually, this was at our 15th anniversary, so this was just about almost 15 years ago, featuring Kev Moe and James Taylor, who also shared the stage at the White House to celebrate the 50th anniversary of the National Endowment for the Arts and Humanities in a show that aired on PBS. And this was during the Obama presidency. And they also shared the stage at E-Town for our 15th anniversary, where they performed John Lennon's classic, Imagine. Imagine there's no heaven It's easy if you try No hell below us Above us only sky Imagine all the people Living for today Imagine there's no country It isn't really hard to do Nothing to kill or die for And no religion to But I'm not the only one I hope someday that you'll join us And the world will live as one Imagine no possessions I wonder if you can no need for greed or hunger Brotherhood of man Imagine all the people Sharing all the world You may say that I That you'll join us And the world Will live as one 
This program was produced by Nick and Helen Forster and members of E-Town's production team, Todd Ayers, Kelly Griffin, Donna Giardina, Zach Littlefield, and James Scoble-Wolf. This is a production of E-Town.